Hi, this is Jeff Johnson, um, and on this episode of The Upload, uh, obviously I have my esteemed, critically acclaimed colleague, Eugenia. Hi, Eugenia. Hello. Wow. Critically acclaimed. That's that's something. Yeah, yeah. I am, I'm being critical, but you have some accolades. Uh, hey, ah. <laughs> Eugenia, who are we? Ta- we have a special guest. Who is it? That we do. We have a fantastic guest. Today we have with us Ray Davis. Uh, you guys might have seen him. Uh, he was one of our most recent Power Up Box recipients. Well, well deserved. Uh, he's very, very, you know, prominent in the Citrix space. The Citrix, uh, you know, CTA. He's he is many things, many things, uh, and we're glad to have him with us. Ray, welcome. Thank you, guys. Ray, Ray, if you if you were a Marvel superhero hero, which one would you be? Oh, good question. So I've always liked the Hulk, but then again, he kind of reacts out of anger and then he, you know, it's not really what I like to do. So he's probably Captain Captain America. Captain America. What if you were a whole new one? What if like you had to invent your own? What would be your your power? I'd have the strength of Hulk and the brains of Tony Stark. Damn, that would be. Yeah. Oof, kind of unstoppable, I think. I'd I'd be like Iron, the Iron Hulk. The Iron Hulk. I dig it. I dig it. I dig it. Hey, hey Ray, so I understand that uh, you came from a company that was using Control Up, and then you're currently at a company um, evaluating or in the early stages, but you're you're kind of going back to manual things. Can you can you kind of tell us your story a little bit, and then we'll kind of start diving in on that? Yeah. So I've been using Control Up for about eight years, on and off. Um, started using Control Up. Probably when I was working for a small business about eight years ago, um, everywhere I went, I, I always try to bring it in. So I've always used some form of control up. But in my previous place, we had it pretty tightly integrated with our Citrix environment. Um, a lot of automation as far as the, the the tasks that get kicked off based on events and things like that. And, you know, it was just I could log in and see everything. Um you know, I can look at the RAM, CPU, PBS, write cache, all the extra, you know, the, the script-based actions that they had, like all kind of stuff I could do. And 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 I got to the point where I depended on it. And um, so, you know, I wanted to better further my career and focus more in the hardcore Citrix route. So I took a job as a senior Citrix engineer at another company. And um, <clears throat> they have, you know, they got some tools, but they were, they're currently investing in the control up atmosphere. Mm-hmm. And uh, right now I don't really have much to go off of other than director and um, a lot of manual intervention as far as, you know, either running scripts or basically open up computer management, trying to doing some of the remote tasks to try to get the information that I can get. And it's, I tell you what, it's, it's challenging. Um, very, very challenging because, you know, for, for many years, I didn't need to worry about, you know, like doing the, you know, remote PowerShell and, and looking at things and the, using the MMC to remote the machines and looking at the WMI query. Like, I didn't need to do all that. I mean, control it, did all that for me. So now that I don't have that tool at my disposal as, as of yet, I have to, you know, use, go back to the basics, which, you know, eight, nine years ago, that would have been great because that's what I was used to, but I'm not used to that anymore. So it's kind of like, now I have to use those, you know, rudimentary tools, which they get, they get the job done in time, but it's a much longer process. Yeah. Can we, and, can, um, yeah, can we do like a compare contrast? So let's say that you are using 
the tool, the native tools from Citrix or you're just your native troubleshooting tools, you know, even ping, you know, right? Yeah, Whatever. right. Can, can you just do a little compare contrast? Like, oh, a problem comes in, a problem's discovered. I mean, first of all, let's look, look right there. How problems are discovered under something that's remedial without control up. And then how are problems discovered with control up? Let's just start right from the basics. Okay. So probably one of the most basic concept is sessions is slow. My, my Citrix VDI session is slow. So okay. somebody calls in. So someone has to call in. Somebody. Yeah. Usually from, from what I'm seeing at a, a newer place, they call in, they report their session slow um, as an example. And it's kind of like, hey, you know, start triaging what's slow. Cause you <laughs> know, slow. you know, cause usually what I would do is I go and control up and I start looking at CPU, RAM, uh, disk IO, uh, network IO. And then once I determine that the, the machine's fine, as far as a physical aspect, I start looking at the basic the virtual channel properties and the ICA metrics and determining, you know, what the latency is for the ICA round trip time or the ICA network latency. Well, that stuff's showed in control or a director. Um, but it's not very defined for what I'm used to. Like if somebody has never used these monitoring tools, such as control up yeah. director will do its job because they don't know any better, you know, but the, one of the things that, that I've been ciphering through a lot is group policies and, um, the breakdown of the actual analyzed session logon duration. And I know you can go get the script and run it remotely and all that good stuff. But sometimes in an environment where it's locked down, it's kind of hard because um, I got to log into a box and I got to run all these tools remotely. Security sees that and says, "Hey, what's he doing?" Wait, wait, look, back up a second. Back up a second here. <clears throat> First, you said someone calls in. That's how you discovered that their session was slow, and then you got to then just figure out their session. You know what's up there with their session, right? But yeah. Can, so compare that. Contra contrast that with control up. Do we have to wait for someone to call in or can you detect that? Oh, no, I can set up alerts and I can detect if, if like, so I can know say, it's hey, slow before they, they know it's slow. <laughs> right. So I can set up a, a log on. I can set up a script based action that will say if a user session is taken 40 seconds and my average is between 25 and 32, let's just say mm -hmm. it is sent me, me an email to investigate and then I can have actions to kick off. Hey, you know run the logon analyzer, send me the information. Hey, if they're using, you know, check the team's optimization, mm. um, check the Netscaler ADM results. Like I can have it send me all that stuff where I can't, <laughs> I can't do that now. So it's all manual <laughs> intervention. So here's, here's what would happen. So let's say they, they call in, they say, Hey, my Citrix session is slow. Yeah. Okay. So Obviously, the help desk is going to give you the username, and then you go in directory, find the username, and then you find the machine, and then you got to look at the metrics from director as far as the CPU, RAM, and all that good stuff that they give you. But you don't really like what it's showing you because it doesn't look like maybe it's accurate based on what it's showing at the time. So then I go to VMware, and I check the actual uh, performance monitor in VMware, compare the settings, and if the hardware checks out, okay, let's look at what's going on inside the session. So 
then I, I say, okay, well, let's go to Netscaler ADM and then log in and let me check the, the, the WAN um, metrics to the data center, to the, uh, the Citrix session. All, you know, I check all that, I, you know. And then after how much, that- how much, I, how much time has passed by now? It's been about 14 uh, years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so probably about 25, 30 minutes. Okay. Uh, honestly, like, you know, because uh, sometimes I'm a little slower because I'm analyzing stuff. Um, and then what usually happens after that is I determine that, okay, it's not their, their ICA round trip time and their ICA network latency is within the acceptable thresholds. So it isn't the Citrix connection itself. It's something with whatever application they're using. So now I got to go determine, okay, what application is causing the bottleneck? So usually I go to go in control up and my um, Windows 10, 1809 and above, they introduced a new measure called in, uh, user input delay. Yeah. So I would look there on the application and say, hey, look, Outlook's taking 256 milliseconds to do what it needs to do. So let me check the connection from there to where it needs to go. And then I would start drilling down that path and 99% of the time, it would be an application related issue. But in this instance, I don't have that visibility. So what I have to do is go pull up Microsoft Docs, set up a perfmon, <laughs> and try to figure that out the, the harder way. And, and there may be a better way to do it. And I just, you know, maybe I don't know. But like I said, I'm so dependent on control up now to give me these metrics. So, so you said 25 to 30 minutes, you're just kind of into like discovering. And then before you even get to fixing, but control up that 25 to 30 minutes would take you how long to get to the same point? Um, probably about 10 minutes to get the data. Yeah. And if I have the alerting set up, you know, to send me all that stuff I need to send, it's probably be shorter because, you know, I've been doing this for a long time, so I know what to look for. Right. So when I set up something to send me all the stats, I can spot check really fast and I know, okay, that's good. That's good. That's good. Okay. That's bad. Let me go here. Yeah. It's an application Where, issue versus a networking issue versus a desktop OS issue versus a server issue, right? Correct. 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 And then, you know, a lot of times, like I find out that I really use the hypervisor connections within control up a lot. Like, you know, you tie your vCenter in or you tie your Nutanix cluster in. Um, that's the only two products I actually use. Mm -hmm. But like, you know, let's say like I got a, a VM, the user saying, hey, my VM's slow, you know, okay, well, I go look at the host statistics based on the, the hypervisor connection within control up. And it's going to tell me right away that, hey, this machine is consuming seven gigs of the host CPU. And the CPU uh, overcommit ratio is extremely high. Okay, what's going on with this VM? This VM is causing a domino bottle effect for all the other VDI machines on there. So then I start drilling down within that and I find, you know, you, you, you click, you drill down into the VM, the VM is going to show you the VM properties, the statistics, and then all of a sudden you open up what applications they have and you come to find out they're running a Zoom call, but they don't have the Zoom HDX offloader enabled on their client. So everything's hitting the CPU, everything's hitting the RAM, the voiceover, the voice quality is just destroying the CPU. So you're like, okay, well, there's the issue. You don't have that set up. I just literally just went through this two days ago. So what I had to do was I had to do exactly from the opposite. Check, go to vCenter, check that. 
go to director, check that. Um, <laughs> go to ADM, check that. And then I went back to director and sorted and looked and saw that, hey, the Zoom, uh, Zoom process is destroying the CPU. And I'm like, okay, but I need more data than that. So, you know, usually with control, that's where I can go in and break it down per application and see all the metrics at the top based on that application. I can't really yeah. see that. So my CIO reaches out to me and he's like, hey, what can you find? I'm, you know, I'm kind of like, man, I, this guy's wanting me to fix it. And I, I, I don't have the necessary tool set, but he's really, really good about getting the tools we need. So, um, you know, I felt like, you know, I can't fix it 100% because... I can't give them positive feedback or positive reinforcement or data that I need because I'm all over the place trying to collect the data and bring it back into a central we, location. We have, we have a saying, it's like, it's like throwing darts into a dark void. <laughs> like, like, right? like, yeah. And that's, and that's, that's kind of what I'm having a hard time with. And, you know, and I know that it's going to get better because like, you know, we have NetScaler AD and we have all these little pieces that control it can tie in and bring everything in. Mm. And that's what I'm used to. Um, so. It's been a real challenge, you know, and I'm navigating around and they're deploying control. They're getting it out. Um, it's just taking a little longer because, you know, we're, we're a lockdown pretty good and they're doing mm-hmm. the on-prem setup versus the hybrid setup with the cloud. So it's taking a little longer. It's not like the cloud side where you just deploy it, go and you're done. You just deploy your agents and you collect metrics and you're good. So it's a little, little different. You got all the on-prem pieces yeah, this is this is just so crazy because you're listing all these different places that you're having to go right now. I gotta go like check here, check here. It's like you must have like an 18 page long checklist. But the thing is, you've been around the block a few times. Like, yeah, maybe you had to like you were a little bit rusty on some things, but there was a time back in the day when you had to do all this stuff manually. This must be so like so difficult for people that are new, new IT admins. Like, do you guys have documentation internally that lists like this, these checklists of here's the 18 places to check? Like how how do um, like you know tier one guys and, and new people, entry level people? How do they solve these problems? Well, that's a good good question. So I've been the, with my current employer for a little over three months now, and um, I think that they rely on Director, and they have a third party in house development tool that they they built with um, PowerShell SDK for Director mm-hmm. that um, was built to basically pull the metrics they needed, but it's it's really another version of director and it gives good measure good metrics but not not what you need as a citrix engineer because you're not looking at just the latency you got to look at everything um it's like a system director what's that yeah it's like a system director yeah (laughs) i mean it's pretty good it does what it needs to do but it's basically another it, it it looks like what director couldn't grab from the gui they built prior to me and they use powershell sdk to pull those extra measurements out it's kind of like open up in Excel and doing the old data feed and, and looking into the SQL tables for studio or to get the connection from the connection details from the database, the monitoring database for studio and director, excuse me. So it's kind of like, looks like that what they're doing. And um, so, you know, finally they, 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 my, my, my manager has been there for a little while and he's bringing in control up and it's, it's exciting because it's going to open the eyes to a lot of things that they're going to be able to see now. Um, so as far as a troubleshooting process for my team, they look at director and they determine based on the analytics from there. And then a couple of them, I showed them how to use ADM and they were like, oh, wow, that's a lot of good information. I'm like, well, yeah, but you could do all that in one spot with these <laughs> script-based actions that control up has. And um, 
you know, they, some of them don't really know what control they hear the word, but they don't know it. So, um, it's, it's, it's challenging for them because they're doing Citrix support from like a desktop engineering perspective. But when they get these tickets about my late, my session slow, they're like, Oh man, what do I do? Right. You know? So they do the best they can based on what they can see. So I'm hoping that in time, once we get the control up in the door and you know, how control of does those, those training sessions all the time, they're constantly giving out, you know, help them. And I Mm -hmm. even going to need it because, you know, I have it in my lab, but I haven't really touched it 110% until I left my old company. So it's in my lab, but I'm so busy trying to learn this new environment and figure out what path we need to go down and and make things better that I haven't had time to spend in my lab. So, um, I did a lot that's new now too. We've added a whole bunch of new features and things. It's yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So I, the last time I got to play with it, um, all the way was when they introduced the web version of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Solve? The, yes. So the solve, mm. I was in this, I was doing stuff in solve and it was pretty cool because it was a centralized GUI and it, it gave a lot of metrics and, um, I didn't have to worry about the console kind of slowing down because there was times where I'd log into like my monitor and, um, I'd have different servers set up as my data collectors. And like, I had to like carve all this down because, I would saturate the console because I was connected to everything because I want to see it all. And, and it updates Sol- every three seconds. It's like, a, it's a lot of data. Yeah. Yeah. And Solve was like more of a crisp, clean HTML5. And I was like, okay, cool. This is awesome. And then um, we ha- I haven't got a chance to play with the uh, the Edge DX. I think that's what it's called. Mm-hmm. Well, and yeah. And remote to look at the uh, home networks. Um, yeah. You look at their Wi-Fi, look at their latency, look at all the, the metrics they have uh, just from a single DLL in the endpoint device. We get right. Amazing, amazing. Well, hey, hey, Ray, first of all, totally want to thank you so much for today. It was kind yeah, of this awesome compare and contrast between, you know, having a great tool and then kind of going back, going back to the basics, right? Um, yeah. Eugenia, what, what's one thing that you uh, you learned today? I learned that life really must have sucked for people before control if existed. You know, it's it's kind of like it's kind of like you know when you when you don't know that you need glasses. My dad yeah. always had this story about how like he didn't know like he when he got glasses he was he you know went into his you know his his uh, grandmother's you know kitchen or whatever he's like whoa there's this amazing pattern on the curtain like it, it was the curtains were like a lace kind of thing and he always just thought they were white like just like oh boring white and he's like there's oh my god like, there's actually there's a pattern here this is amazing like he could finally see and like and so once you know what you're missing then you know this is blurry i'm not seeing as right. much as there is to see and it sounds like you know you got really great glasses and then you had to take them off and everything's blurry and you got to work extra hard to see you know what everyone else is able to see uh clearly yeah. with the control of glasses and so that yeah. just Oof. I'm kind of wondering if we need to start a support group for people who used to use Control Up and then oh. go to a different company. Control Up withdrawal. Yeah. Well, one, <laughs> well, one of the things I see a lot, real quick, is yeah. that people think Control Up just for Citrix, but it's mm-hmm. not. You can use so, like, if I'm analyzing an issue that has to do with Outlook being slow, right? Yeah. And let's say I have an on-prem exchange environment. Well, I'm not going to be able to see that that the, everything from you know, the client to the server because I only have control up in the Citrix environment. So if it's recording that, hey, the user input delay is extremely high, 
and I report on that. And they're like, okay, what can you do to fix it? Well, okay, we need to go trace that path from the Outlook client that, to where it's going. And that's what I always try to let them know. Like, hey, this is an environmental tool that's going to bring everything together. Yeah. And yeah. some people were like, well, I thought it was just for Citrix. I'm like, well, it's built for an EUC platform, but it also can collect other metrics to, to bring that entire troubleshooting concept together. Badass. Badass. All right. Thank you, Ray, for this episode of The Upload. I'm uh, Jeff Johnson with my, uh, like I said, critically acclaimed uh, <laughs> co-host, Eugenia. Say, uh, say goodbye, Eugenia. Goodbye, Eugenia. <laughs> and we'll catch you on the next episode where I believe we might talk about a, um, a different or a, a, a product, a new product release. So a new uh, product release. Oh, wow. What? Probably eight dot ten dot. I don't know, but we'll, uh, we'll see if that one's coming. All right. Have a good day, everyone. We'll see you next time on the upload. <laughs>